Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction, the podcast that revolves around one central theme, stories and the people that tell them. We'll talk about movies, TV shows, video games, historical events and weird news headlines. There's really no topic we won't touch. But it doesn't stop there. If you've got a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Until then, it's story time. Star Wars, Episode 8. As written by ChatGPT, by simply typing in Make a Better Star Wars, Episode 8. The Awakening of the Jedi. The galaxy is in chaos after the destruction of the New Republic and the return of the First Order. The Resistance, led by General Leil Organa, continues to fight against the tyranny of Kylo Ren and his minions. Meanwhile, on the remote planet of Ark II, Luke Skywalker trains his daughter Rey in the ways of the Force. As she grapples with a newfound ability, she begins to sense a dark presence in the galaxy, one that threatens to engulf the entire system and everyone she knows and loves. One day, a mission from the Resistance brings Finn, Poe Dameron, and Rose Tico to Ark 2, seeking help from Luke in their fight against the First Order. But they also bring chilling news that the source of the Dark Presence is a new weapon that can destroy entire solar systems at once. Together, Luke, Rey, Finn, Poe, Rose embark on a mission to infiltrate the First Order and destroy the weapon before it's too late. Along the way, they uncover new foes, both friends and allies, as Rey discovers the shocking secrets of her past that could not have been imagined. Meanwhile, Leia leads the Resistance in a fierce battle against the First Order forces, hoping to buy time for her team to complete their mission. But the First Order has a secret weapon and unleashes it upon the galaxy. In a thrilling climax, the two engage in massive battles, as Rey and her team infiltrate the enemy base to destroy the weapon, Luke joins Leia to confront Kylo Ren and his master, Supreme Leader Snoke, in a brutal lightsaber duel to determine the fate of the galaxy. By the end of the battle, the First Order is defeated, but at a great cost. Luke and Leia are united as they mourn the loss of many fallen heroes. But Rey emerges as a shining star in the new Jedi Order, one that will bring hope and light to the galaxy for generations to come. And Luke, proud of his daughter, hands down the mantle of Jedi to her, knowing that the Force will always be with her. Great, great film. So what you're saying is Ryan Johnson. <laughs> can you, can you um, Jamie, can you pronounce his name correctly? Because I don't want to be associated with that. Can you just say Rian? But it's spelled it's spelled differently. <laughs> yeah, but right. I, I decided it's pronounced Rian because I don't want anything to do with that man. Right. Do you do you think that Ryan Johnson's parents spelt it differently to subvert people's expectations? Oh <laughs> welcome everyone to stories, true and the fictional. I am not an AI, but sometimes you know it might be easier if I was. My name is Chris Park. <laughs> I'm of course joined by the man most likely to date a Kardashian. How are you going, Ryan? 
<laughs> wow, uh, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good, good. You, you're probably thinking I'm. You probably thought I'm talking about Chloe or Kim. I'm actually talking about Rob. So just, you know, oh, just, no. just, just, just to be, just to be clear on on on, on the condition. Yeah, he, I think. he, he's actually let himself go massively. So I'm I, look. I'd be more likely to go for Kanye than I would for Rob. So oh, okay, um, okay. Technically, Kanye is and was a Kardashian. Oh, you, know, you tell so, him that to his face. <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah, so I will. I'll. I'll take. I'll take that. I, as, <laughs> I, as much as I do love watching the Kardashians, I have never found myself attracted to any of the men or women on that show. It, I, like, I'm not sure if you're meant to be attracted to. I know. I know that some people are weirdly enough, but I think it's just more of a like you know. It's going to be as much as I can't stop watching. It's like a car wreck. Yeah, it's great. Exactly. Like they, yes. they, they, they've grown to be in a massive annoyance, but I just can't look away because they're just too much. And and now, like what the latest seasons are, Travis Barker is in it because he's actually dating uh, Courtney Kardashian, and yeah. I've lost all respect for Travis Barker. <laughs> um, the the once great, the once great drama, mm -hmm. and now all he does is just make out with her every single time. It's all lovey dovey, and I'm just like, oh, mm. Travis. Oh, well, Travis. Hey, it's it was yeah. the twilight of his career. Mm. He, needed to, he needed to figure out how to keep it going. He found yeah. a way. And he, he needed a little bit of more money, so he thought, I'm gonna just fuck a Kardashian. Why but... not? Why not? I mean, <laughs> when we, you know, if it with celebrities and their life goals, I'm sure every single one of them has that listed yeah. on, on, on life goals. Now, excitingly, you today went off and saw something <laughs> quite interesting. Uh, you saw Ant-Man Quantum Quantumania and the worst yeah. visual effects in the universe. I got someone fired. Uh, so tell I us, so how, so how, how was the film? Like, um, it, look, I had the cinema to myself because it's on its last legs over here in Australia. Um, there's lost there was only, everywhere. <laughs> of, of, of all three cinemas in the local area that I looked at, there was only one session for each. So Ouch. I chose to go. I chose to go to uh, Castle Hill Event Cinemas, and I had the cinema. To myself pretty much there was i think only one other person ended up coming in sort of 10 minutes into the movie um look honestly it the 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 bad the bad thing was they absolutely butchered modok um he looked awesome until he took his mask off which was a lot it was a <laughs> lot oh. and he actually took his mask off it was kind of like a you know the the guy that played uh, Darren Cross, who ended. Spoiler alert! It, it, it the the villain from the first Ant Man movie is Modok. Yeah, yeah. When he yeah. got sent into the quantum realm, um, Kang found him and um, turned him into the, I believe it's uh, mechanical organism, mechanical organism organism designed only for killing. So Modok, and they make a little joke in there, which I thought was quite good. Like um, Scott Lang said. It should be Modok because you it, people forget like that F in there designed <laughs> only for killing. So I thought that was good, uh, but yeah, that CGI was was. I mean, you thought She Hulk was bad, but when he lifted his like the, the, that's the worst thing in the world. They got all his weapons right. If he left the mask on the whole time, it would have been perfect. I would have said there was that, that wasn't something wrong with the movie. But um, yeah, that. But look, the, I'm not going to lie. The whole movie, bar about five minutes, is in the quantum realm. So it is CGI, 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 pretty much the whole movie. 
Um, but the uh, that's why I don't understand. The rest of it was really good. It looked amazing. But yet for for Modoc, um, they just couldn't get it right. Mm-hmm. Um, the story with Kang was spot on. Like they got his power level like yep, yep. spot on. Literally just like he could just yeah, it was amazing. And um the, the movie itself was a good movie. It was a good movie. It wasn't the best. I enjoyed it. I didn't walk out. Um it it moves the story forward uh in terms of you know what's what's coming. Um it wasn't a, it's not a must see, but I think for me, I actually you know, I tell a lie, I actually kind of think it is a bit because of not a lot of people know you know Kang and his power levels yeah. and 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 what what he does and how there's a thousand million different variants of Kang because he he moves through time. He basically has power over time, multiverse, space, yep. everything. Uh, but yeah, look honestly, if it wasn't for the bad Modoc CGI, I probably would have given it an eight out of ten. Well, yeah. Uh, but I would say it brought it down to a six. Because but, you, of, but you are apparently, I was just looking up, you are like the rest of the world on a $200 yeah. million Marvel movie that's now made $460 million, yeah. which <laughs> is basically, it's a loss. It's, there's no, well, there's to, no, be, to be honest with you, I, I would have thought, like, if this wasn't a Marvel Studios production, I probably would have been a little bit less scathing. Mm. But this is a studio that's owned by Disney who has literally the license to print money. Well, I don't understand. Yeah, I, I don't understand from a studio that can bring you an amazing movie like Endgame visually and spectacularly, even go as far as uh, Doctor Strange 2. Like that yep, visually yep. was amazing. I don't understand why they've dropped the ball. Maybe it was this lady that was has now been fired. Um, well, I don't I mean, know, but I guess look, we'll honestly, see. If, if you make a bunch of things like She-Hulk, and like that CGI was really see that that's and, and, another and you, thing. And you make some other things with, the, with some terrible CGI, and your entire job description reads president of physical post production yeah. VFX. You're gonna get fired. Like that's just well, reality. That's, that's just reality. I, I think I think if they got the CGI right in She-Hulk, it would have been a must. It would have been received a lot better because the yeah. stories were good. Yeah, yeah. It's just having to look at, and as you guys know, I've, this is my first encounter with the actress that played She-Hulk, but you guys have known I love, her. I love, I love you know? again, great actress, poorly used. Yeah, and I just I just think, yeah, look, honestly, at the end of the day, I enjoyed the movie. I only paid $11, so I wasn't disappointed. I, mm-hmm. I felt like I got my money's worth because there was a lot of good in that story. Yep. Um, there was, and Kang was the guy, Jonathan Majors, who plays Kang, mm. dead set. I can now not see anyone else playing Kang. And um, the power levels, the arrogance, the, you know, the, there was a comment in there, but you've you've mur- literally murdered trillions of people. And he's like, I don't care. They serve me no purpose. <laughs> and oh, I was like, nice. okay, all right, cool, cool. But yeah, and it's just, I, I look, if you haven't seen it in the cinemas, I would recommend our listeners, check it out when it comes on to Disney Plus in a couple of months, because well, it's worth I the sees. watch. All the <laughs> it's worth it's you're not going to waste your time by watching it you will yes. probably look away or do something go on your phone when modox on screen which is not that much compared to every everything else he's earned i would say his screen time's probably about maybe 10 minutes out of the whole and the movie does go for two and a half hours so it's a long movie oh it's a long um, terrible movie nice but um yeah look watch it if you don't watch it but don't pay for it if in i'm a marvel nut and even i say look this is they need. They really need to lift their game CGI wise. 
well, soon it'll become available upon the high seas, and maybe yes, then we, will. So we, we will all. all... And, and speak before we go on to Jamie. Sorry, speaking of the high seas, did you guys hear about how soon Shazam is going to be available on streaming services? No, in a month. A month. Are you serious? One month from today, it will be on H- HBO Max or whatever. Yeah, HBO Max. One month. Wow. Well, they just really just well, shut that funny. thing out there, really, didn't There's, they? They just. I, I was sitting there looking because I'm like, what am I going to go watch? And all of the movies, I was scrolling through them for the first time in a very long time. There was like six movies I wanted to see. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? If Shazam's coming out in a, in a month, maybe I can wait for that. You know, yeah. because there's so many other good... I mean, we've got yeah. John Wick this week. We've got 65. For me, as a horror fan, there's Scream 6 has come out. Yeah. Um, I still haven't seen Creed 3, which is another Jonathan Majors movie. Um, and that just made... Uh, seeing him as Kang has just made me want to watch Creed 3 as well, even more. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I they announced today that it's coming from today, one month, it'll be on HBO Max. Hmm. Which means for us it'll be on the high seas. It'll be on the high seas. All right. <laughs> well, I will. I will enjoy. I'll, we will all enjoy the, seeing this upon the high seas. Now, we, we are also joined by man, myth, legend, author of the Emu Wars, and I've always suspected artificial intelligence. J. A. Bryden, how are you going, sir? I am going well. well you see, that's the thing. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm going well. Yeah. That's not how artificial intelligence sounds because yeah, exactly. <laughs> based upon how many times how how often they're now helping kids pass university, it's obviously got some <laughs> intelligence behind it. Where maybe, it's maybe I'm subverting your expectations. Maybe of I'm trying to throw you of off. You are Ryan L. Johnson. Soon that it's... man will have no job if AI takes over because people can write oh, better yeah. films than him and do better artwork bots. and do better artwork and yeah that's pretty much the end of yeah. yeah it's the end of being creative isn't it it's like you know all these artists basically going like oh yeah that, that was a good run while i had a good run well i mean i didn't even know that that thing that um chat gp existed before i watched that episode of south park last week mm-hmm. and um, that was all they talked about so i was yeah. like oh okay so you can write a book by just doing that now oh, yeah okay and also like um there's now like they're now having to in particularly universities install ways to test if yeah. the thing was written by a bot because people are passing like their exams at a hundred percent and like did not turning up. Well, and... I just I really hope, and I don't know if you guys watched the episode. I really hope they do the South Park thing, which is they got a seer in with a, a falcon. I saw the episode, yeah, with a falcon. Shadow like, Claw, yeah. go! And the Shadow Claw flies around to grab papers and brings it back, <laughs> and he's sniffing it. He's going, "This smells like chat." This smells like AI. I'd really like to see that. And you know, and I, as and as I showed you guys before, I've, I experimented as well with the with the art one, where I basically, you know, Cat Crane, Henry Cavill playing chess, Cat Crane, like you know, then you know, what the other one I did was um Henry Cavill doing his taxes and Henry Cavill dating himself. I thought those those are three fantastic yeah. artworks that I that I conjured by simple text. Now, Jamie. You didn't use chat uh, GBT in your book, but obviously, do you, do you want to tell us a little bit about when where people, people might find your your stunning work and and what's the plans for the release and launch? Oh well, okay. Letters from the Emu or the update is coming out May twenty second in Australia. Um, uh, there will be a book launch, uh, but the publishers doing uh, organizing most of that, so I don't. I'm I'm going to guess that it'll be on that weekend because it's coming out on a Monday, I'm going to assume there'll be a book launch that leads into the Monday. But um, cheese and wine with Australian authors going like, no, yes, we write all about Australia. 
probably not. Probably not. No, but um, yeah, look, it's 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 still in the works. But you can pre-order a copy uh, of the link in the show notes. Um, brand new artwork. Um, Font that's uh, a perfectly sized. <laughs> hey, well, Chris, you you got the original, and then it got updated. So okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have we have limited also, first editions. Yes, um, and I'll probably put this out here. I'm going to take them down soon. So uh, we should got, do that already. Like you, the, you guys, like... yeah. Well, I'm they, uh, the publisher. I just leave it up because you know, if you sell any, it's still good for you. You get money and all that stuff. But I'm like, well, this close to the re-release, I want to take them down um so if you're listening you've probably got a few days before um it's unavailable uh unless someone's put it on the high seas but uh <laughs> um and if you've got a if you and uh if you are downloading it by the high seas how dare you <laughs> how fucking dare you know what there is a person behind that work an artist who needs food to eat and is, is trying to in trying to make a career how dare you down, like that you make you download that book by the high seas you make me how dare you you know you know it's you know it's almost almost as annoying as that when when <laughs> when friends and family ask for free copies <laughs> that's know, even worse you're like, yeah, oh, no it's like, no you're supposed buy to one. support me um but yes it's yes we've talked we've spoken about letters from the emu many times on this podcast it's a fun read um the editor been talking with the editor yes it's finally got edited by a professional and she said she loved it and it was hilarious and she really liked my take on uh emus thinking they're smart because they go oh the scientific term for a human is is robert but it's actually you know, it's just one dude going no i'm Rob, robert you know um you know but jamie um, believes but- that his editor thinks his book is amazing much like he believes all the strippers love him at the strip club um <laughs> What, I'm just assuming when I play Grand Theft Auto that you know, you know, you do you do the you do the hey hey hey, and if you do it right and the, without the bouncer looking, yeah, you you, you I mean that, that's that's legit. That's how it works, right? Yes, Jamie, that is exactly how because that works. that's that's the only strip club I've ever been to is GTA, and and I found it disappointing, you know. Well, yeah, because it's a uh, you know. But this podcast is also brought to you by our other. Uh, author, friend, friend, uh, Patreon uh, supporter, Rebecca Castles and the Rising Dawn series. It is a wonderful book that is on my shelf that I intend to get to very soon um, when work stops working me so hard. Um, I'll tell you what, you could cheat. Why don't you get the book, load it in, and then ask ChatGPT to write you a quick summary, and then basically... <laughs> the- <laughs> no, because that, that's cheating, and, and it doesn't, that's not supporting those that support us. Exactly. Um, <laughs> you should be reading the book. I should, I should be reading. I should be reading a lot more. Like, I just... I don't... Like, I get tired. Like, And the problem with... I'm a slow reader, because I will read a page, and then something in on that page will create... Well, it'll get my creative juices going and I'll start wondering my mind while I'm reading, I'll be thinking of other things and I read, I'll read a whole page without actually reading the whole page and then I have to go back to the start of the page and then read it again. So I usually have to read the same page two or three times before I get, you know, before I take it in. Makes sense. Maybe I need, you know, Henry Cavill or Cat Graham to read it to me. I think that'd be, wouldn't that be too distracting? No, I'd, I'd really be listening. 
interesting. Like, uh, like, well, now are they sitting in the now? Here's the are they sitting in the room with you? Oh yeah, hundred percent. And, you, and you're tucked you know, in like a small child, you, you and see, they're reading like, or, or what's 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 the scenario? Well, I don't know if I'd be tucked in like a small top, small child because if you're going to read me a bedtime story, I don't, wouldn't want it to be something, you know, as full on and in depth or you know, bedtime stories are supposed to be lighthearted and fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm going more something like you know the um. There's been a few videos of Henry Cavill reads The Witcher. Yep, yep, yep. Kind of like that, you know. Because I would have thought that maybe this is Ryan's thing, where Henry be Henry Cavill in the on the lounge with a book and holding his wine. Ryan would be lying in his lap, looking up, staring into Henry Cavill's eyes as he reads the book. <laughs> I would be doing the same to Cat Graham, staring up. Yes. Probably at her eyes. I, depending on depending on the physics of the don't, don't worry your wife isn't listening to this depending podcast. on the physics of it all <laughs> um but i'd imagine that's exactly how you'd want the book to be read by those individuals correct yes correct oh yeah, yeah. see that's that's just standard that's just standard book reading i mean really mm-hmm. i mean and and, and we and, and i'm proud to announce the competition that if you we're going to put a secret <laughs> word in here and, and if you and if you get it right you know if you if, if you reply it right to stories the true and the fictional at gmail.com no the true the true and the fictional uh, whatever, at gmail.com. Whatever, it is, whatever it is jamie will read you emu wars within that style you can lie in the, his lap <laughs> stare into his eyes as he reads you the emu wars look out for that secret word and write in to stories the true and the fictional at gmail.com and to experience a true author moment with j.a bryden wow okay I've just announced the competition. <laughs> you just announced the competition. But you got the email address wrong, so that's hilarious. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't know what the show's called. Speaking of not knowing what the speaking of not knowing what the show's called, Jamie, you, you said there was something interesting you wanted to share and talk about. Oh, right I found now. Well, well there was there was some um articles that popped up and I, I guess we could call this the epilogue to last episode where we talked about The Last of Us. And I just found it interesting. Um an article popped up and it said basically what the headline is the last of us everything fans disliked about the series which is basically all the gamers <laughs> the complaints that are and and look i i can't not all of them but a lot of them like the first right, one, give, first us one. Give, us, give us an example okay. of, of Ep- what, episode yeah. okay so episode two all i need to say is that kiss you know what the when Tess, oh, yeah, 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 like it just everyone's like, just what the frick was that? Like, to, to me, I was like, I kind of got when I read what the, what the creators were going for, I understood the concept, mm-hmm. and I said, okay, cool, that didn't bother me that much. <laughs> um, number two was, uh, there was no Bill and Ellie banter, I think that's what we were all looking forward to. Um, that yeah, that 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 does hurt a little. They they missed out on the that. Uh, number three, I think this is something we all agreed on: pacing issues. Yep, yep. You know, move too fast. Move too fast. Um, yep. They had some complaints about Kathleen. Kathleen. Uh, you know the the. Uh, oh yeah, the yep yep. Episode four and five. The, oh yes, yep. The yeah. like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just you know it's just like. Eh. Uh, this is one that Chris would highly support. Uh, the lack of violence, mm. you know, no killy Joel, no murdery <laughs> Joel. <laughs> again, as as I said, I have said this more times than not. Joel is a psychopath. 
the reason why the story works is because once his daughter died, he became this absolute monster. And the yeah. story is basically him with Ellie trying to be less of a monster, but yeah. in order to save her, he has to basically unleash, unleash monster. the monster <laughs> yeah. again, yeah. which is exactly and this is this is the this is the arc. And I'm like, and yeah. it's like, oh, you've killed four people in the series. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. a monster. No, yeah, old old Joel would like throw a brick into the brick into the courtyard. Wait till yeah. four people gather and throw a Molotov into the four yeah. people. <laughs> like, yeah, hundred percent. That's the 100%. true Joel. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and in the same vein, uh, they said lack of danger. Um, so like in the game, you know, like you're always oh, yeah. on edge, but this was kind of like, oh, we went here, oh, went there. Yeah, look, I'm, been... I'm, I'm willing to overlook that. In that the one, I do, of... yeah, that one, I do think it's you're more a game thing because like you can't a, kill a character. Yeah. Like you and can't at the kill end of them. the day, you're trying to put like a 40 to 50 hour game into a, in what they've done, a one, yeah. like, Let's say nine hours of TV. Not yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And yeah. and much like if you were trying to do, say like a D and D podcast, your your people playing the game know they're invincible, and it yep. sort of really just takes the stakes out of it, Jamie. Yep. Anyway, yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. And, and the the other one, which is one we all all knew they'd complain about, is uh, lack of infected. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. There yeah. was uh, there was two two strong full on episodes, but. You know, but then it was all all bad. But you know, well, having um, said that, to be infected requires you to kiss each other. About the, the <laughs> going like, no, 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 no. That's going to be no, a very and, low and, infection rate and, amongst and, and, the city. Yeah, and the other. I thing... mean, I was look. I I was I was. Um, Steph asked me the same thing. She's like, "Why is it?" And and I was willing to overlook that as well because in the game. You know, you've got different levels. You're not always like there were some mm. levels where there was no infected. Correct, you yeah. were dealing with what this situation had done to people. Like and that's the, the that's one of the main like things. It's like the zombie yeah. stories are sort of like the backdrop of the whole yeah, thing. Exactly. It's all yeah, exactly. It. It's so a human story. So I was willing story. to sort of let yeah. it let it that slide a little bit. Yeah, I would have loved a few more, but yeah, it's kind of like it's not like the Walking Dead where it's everyone versus the zombies, and occasionally there's like a group of two groups of people fighting the last yeah. of us is more like half half to me yeah no i agree 100%. yeah no 100 yeah no but that was just an interesting article that popped up and i had a quick it was definitely some of like 50 percent of those reasons i definitely agree with 100 yeah yeah yeah. So, yeah having said that anything with, I, I enjoy everything with pedro pascal 100 <laughs> and 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 you know what you know what i've been seeing I, I have to, you know, I have to apologize to the Lord and Savior Nick Cage. I didn't realize <laughs> there's a recent movie with Nick Cage and Pedro Pascal in it, starring as oh. like a buddy buddy like team. Okay. Oh, that, no, that's the that's the Nick Cage movie. It's yes. called Nicolas Cage. Oh yeah, yeah yes. the, the 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 something. It's not called Nick Cage, but yeah, it's like the the yeah. massive something talent or something like that yeah, yeah, yeah. i've watched that yeah. i haven't I've seen that, that one yet. and i love nick cage and i love pedro pascal so i'm going yeah. like, and i'm going like but are you worried they might cancel each other out well no like i've but i've seen the one scene that's now like the bit that's been memed to death where like Luke right. cage, where, where, where nick cage looks at pedro pascal and pascal like smiling and like nodding his head yeah. and then they just and then there's, they just use that and it's been memed to death like yeah. explain all different scenarios i'm like going but I've seen that one scene now. I don't know if I need to see the rest of the film. Yeah. <laughs> it might well, ruin to, it for you. To be honest, since our since our Nick Cage podcast, I have I've been on a bit of a Nick Cage movie watching um yeah. thing. And and you know what? 
and, and I've come to realize that he is a lot more hit and miss than I remember. Mm. Um, and I've been watching mainly just the stuff from the 90s. Like mm-hmm. I watched uh, The Rock, Face Off, uh, Con Air, um, Gone in 60 Seconds, all those kind of things. And um, he's kind of got a bit of a Keanu Reeves vibe, in yep. which case he sort of can only play one kind of person. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, wow. Like when I was younger and watching him for the first time, I seemed so much more enthralled than I was yeah. watching mm-hmm. them the second time. You know what? Yes, you'll get some ones that are not so good, but every now and then he'll deliver national treasure. Every now and yeah. then he'll deliver yeah. just this gem, this absolute like cornerstone yeah. film that you go like yes. And, and, I'm and, and I think I think Face Off for me was was that 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 watching yeah. that again that held up. And I'm like, oh no, that's a fine, really that is a fine really film. I really love this film. Yeah, that is a fine and, film. To me, Seas of Angels actually is the one that holds up for me for, as a Nick Cage oh, film. Yeah. And I'm I honestly can't wait for Renfield. Yeah, me too. Looks great. I'm excited <laughs> to see that. I think. Because of the supporting cast on that, like Nicholas Holt is just brilliant in pretty much everything I've seen him in. And I think that that's going to help. You know, you've got the star power of Nicholas Cage um, and, a new, you know, Nicholas Holt, new and upcoming yeah. actor. I think it's going to be great. So, do, you think, so, do you think this is going to be, be the forging of a new, like, like the Hollywood Nicholases? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, like, like the, the Holy Chris's. Yes. Ooh, I don't know. That, like, two, like... yeah. The Holy Christmas is something is, is a phenomenon that doesn't always happen and, and, and it rarely happens. And I still maintain it's happened because someone's gone back and messed with the timeline. Someone has met, <laughs> someone has basically done something and, and that other Christmas from other realities are now in our reality. Mm. And this is this is my this is my theory that you know that I'm realizing there's been a convergence where every single reality should have this one Chris, one amazing Chris actor, but for some, something's happened and four Chris's have now merged into our, into our reality. It's so, not meant so to be. So you're calling it the, the, uh, the Christiverse. No, no. <laughs> the Chris, Chris surgeons. All, all, the, all, all the Chris's everywhere. All, all the Chris's at once. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all the Chris's all at once. Speaking <laughs> of, of that, uh, you know, Oscars normally suck, but you know, this one actually had interesting results. This was the first time I've actually seen the results of the Oscars and gone, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yes, really? that makes sense. Like, yeah. normally it's like going, who wins? Like, man folding paper cup, drinking from a salad bowl, like, like best picture. I'm like, who the, what the fuck is that? This one, I'm like going, yeah, best yeah. actor. Brendan Fraser, yeah, 100%. best actress. I'm like, I love her. She's awesome. Like, yes, <laughs> like, Hundred yeah. percent, and and uh, and I didn't see the movie, but from what I can tell, like it's like a multiverse movie. Like how yeah. superhero well, that, I, is that? You know? Yeah, I want to I want to watch it. I, it's on my list because it's it's it just I've heard nothing but good things since it came out, and I mean yeah. any movie that like I just I love the guy that that I and I I cannot remember his name, and I do apologize. The guy that played Short Round, in Short the Round, said, yeah, well, that that that's he, his his name. He's legally oh, changed really? it. To, no, he's legally yeah. changed his name. Short round. <laughs> he he, you know, he has barely been in anything in like he was saying thirty something odd years. Yeah. And then his first movie back, he wins an Oscar for. And yeah. yep. I just like yep. I love the reunion between him and Brendan Fraser and yep. and uh, from Encino Man and and yep. then, um him and um the the team that did. Indiana Jones, Steven Spielberg, Harrison Ford, and the lady that played was in that as well. They had a nice review. Mm-hmm. I think that was really good. 
Yeah. But yeah, Absolutely. apparently that movie's amazing. I want to check it out. Yeah. And you know, it's like, and you know, they'll say, you know, saying else could sit Michelle, like, you're one, which, which, I, which I agree, but like, they make it sound like she's some up and coming unknown, sort of going, ah, uh, <laughs> she was like one of the most famous actors in Hong Kong, like, cinema yeah. history. And then, yeah, and then, yes, yeah, she is, and she made a successful leap to you know Hollywood, which is very, which is something surprising. Because like going, yeah, she's not like she didn't know who she was. She was all, like she, everyone also agreed she was awesome. But it's good to see that she's finally recognized by snooty, snooty, stupid Academy people. Well, they, they so, did the like, same yeah. thing with Jackie Chan. Like everyone just imagined all of America never heard of Police Story or anything like that. <laughs> exactly. And then yeah. like, oh, this guy in Rush Hour, he's 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 got something good. So going, uh, yeah. Go There's a bazillion the films story. that's yeah, the exactly. <laughs> I still, yeah. I still stand, I stand by Police Story. The Police Story series was the mm. best. Some I, of his I, yeah, best yeah, work. Yeah. And then, like even before that, yeah. he was a, he was a stunt double, so he'd yeah. been, you know, he'd yep, been around, exactly. you know. But no, this new up and coming start in this new Rush Hour movie, he, he's yeah, going yeah, places. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not not like Jet Li, who you know <laughs> his first Hollywood start was uh, Lethal Weapon Four. Yeah, you know, even though he did so many more amazing movies before that. Uh, Jet Li, what a great, what a great. Um... It was great. I love Jet Li. Apparently, he's a Buddhist. He, like he's a, he's a full-on Buddhist monk now. I no, well, I think from memory, and correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, you might know, but like he was a was a monk, and then he had to get out. He wanted to leave the monastery. He had to go through these trials to get out. You know, he, he not net, that was a movie he did. But um, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. but, uh, but essentially he trained in like the, he trained in this very 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 like famous um um uh like Wushu temple, and then his first movie was Shaolin Temple, which is what you're referring yeah. to. Which is what you're yeah, referring okay, to. Yeah. So he yeah. wasn't a Shaolin, but he was basically one of the like most like um most promising like martial arts students in the history of yeah. the universe yeah. and so like i think he won well, like i think it's actually like i think he actually i just read it then yeah he won like five national championships in like um national wushu like martial championships in china which yeah. it's a pretty fucking big deal <laughs> to win yeah. five so like going, and then it's so... like it's like that guy in um that timely hit that i haven't watched in about 10 years um ninja assassin and oh, like yeah, that the, the Korean the guy, pop star. Yeah, it was a Korean pop star in this <laughs> R-rated ninja movie, and he's doing all the and you go and this guy, you know, could kill you ten times over, and then goes over and goes like, I buy someone. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it'll be like Justin Bieber knowing, you know, could, you know that the, the the funny the funny thing in the funny thing in about that one is like he was like the like he's like like it's not it's not like it was like it's not like he was like a tough boy Korean pop star. He's like one of the like you know. Everyone in a group has a, a purpose. He's, I think, I think he's he was like the pretty boy in the group. Like, so it's like yeah. they take the pretty boy in the group and then turn him into those like blood thirsty yeah. maniac. Well, like, don't this doesn't and correct me if I'm wrong again. Didn't he have to serve, serve in the the uh, military? They like, all, yeah. Every, every single so, every single Korean yeah. male has to serve in the military. So yep. that does and that does, that does yeah. tend to change. Um, yeah. His name's Rain, or that's his, that's the name he goes yeah. by. Because didn't BTS have to like stop? Hey, we're just going to take a hiatus because we've got to go. And yeah, three years the because they yeah. um yeah. <laughs> they, they they applied to the government to say that they their their job their jobs is, as entertainers to the world is more important than the, the the military, and South Korean government went the the three million North Korean soldiers on our border that could cross at any moment is more important than your singing and dancing. Uh, <laughs> and they're going um yes when you have an enemy that could invade you at any given point I'm sorry. Like, 
that's kind of more important. And the fact is yeah. that South Korea has like they have a standing army of like almost six hundred thousand. But at any one given point, they can call it like three million full-bodied able males into the into combat, which is like yeah. so. That's the whole purpose of purpose of it all. Having yeah. said that, a lot of sports stars do get exemptions because. Korea does still believe that winning gold medals and things does actually matter. So then, the, you know, yeah. there's your like, and there's your exemption path. But so, so there you go. So, B- so, BTS, if you're listening, change your career path. No, no, no. Many people, many BTS fans, saying, "How come, like, you know, South, like the South Korean national team that in 2002 World Cup got all exempted? Um, recently, one of the top players in in England, um, Son, he went and played in the stupid Asian Games tournament, which means absolutely fucking nothing, and won a gold medal because that winning that gold medal meant he didn't have to do the military. So his club <laughs> said, "Go take two months off to play in some po dunk nothing tournament, win it, so you don't have so we can sign you to a big contract, so you don't have to, <laughs> so you have to join the military." And that's what they did. And so people said, you know, BTS because of their worldwide, you know, renown. That's that's yeah. important to the Korean culture. But thing. But having said that, it's Korea, it's K-pop groups. Yeah. They have a factory that produces yeah. them nonstop. Yeah. To, the, to the South Korean government going, yeah, BTS, we have the next one. They're already fucking training. They're, 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 they're six years old. They're already training. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. we'll, we'll replace them within like that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm pretty sure they understand, they understand the importance of like going to the Olympics and winning gold medals because I think it was like five, six years ago, um, an ex-Korean um, pole vaulter pole vaulted the korean war from north korea <laughs> missed somehow missed all the landmines that are there and made it to safety you know so obviously that comes in handy <laughs> and also you know having strong athletes also would if the war happens yeah. they is also helpful for them to actually fight you know fight the enemy and hurdling you know and hurdling absolutely absolutely yeah. so <laughs> speaking of hurdling speaking of hurdling <laughs> I have one gripe I wanted to raise with you guys, and and, and yep, I'm getting okay. I'm getting annoyed at this. And, and again, I love John Favreau and all of his works. <laughs> okay, yep. I love Dave Filoni. I have been a Clone Wars fan since the beginning. I was actually I actually was a fan of Ahsoka from the beginning. I actually thought they probably could they should have gone down with the storyline that Anakin had a bit of a thing for Ahsoka, but they didn't because you know she that would have been weird because you know she came to him when she was twelve as a Padawan. But again, I completely understand that concept. Implied incest, implied incest aside, <laughs> yeah. of basically her father figure. Implied incest aside. Anyway, I'm so sick of every Wednesday <laughs> opening up Disney Plus and seeing the length of the episode as below 43 minutes. Now, I've now done the science and formula where I've realized. If it's a low budget episode, we'll get a 50 minute long episode, like yeah, yeah. 50, 53 minutes. I'll be going, great. Tons of talking in this episode. Yeah. If it's an episode with action packed full of dinosaurs, Jedis, and lightsabers, 30 minutes yeah. top. So am I going, okay, so this is the formula based yeah. upon the budget yeah. of the episode. I get yeah, that. But, but I that, just don't like it though. That being said, episode, uh, I'm not going to spoil anything, right? But episode um, three. Action, 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 talk. Action, action. <laughs> you, know, you know, like, so you had that kind of balance. But... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm mean referring to the last episode, which again was fantastic. Oh, it was amazing. Which was amazing. I mean, it but had it was everything. 28 goddamn minutes of episode. Yeah. But it felt, it, that, that felt longer. I only, watched, I only managed to get through the first one, uh, the first episode. 
And half, half an hour. Timed, <laughs> yeah, well, I actually timed the end credits, and it was 11 minutes 30 for end credits yep, on the first yep, episode. Yep, yep. Yeah. Again, but we all and know I was that like, there come wasn't. On. Uh, look, uh, look, it's very clear that they are short some storylines because they had to use all the storylines to save the, to save Boba Fett. So they obviously it's very yeah. clear they it, are. It has short been a little little uh, fillery, hasn't it? It has. And, and again, I, I get what you said about watching when I watched the first episode. I was like, hold on, this feels like a mid season. Um, yeah, episode when I when I put it on last night, I was like, I just it just doesn't feel like a premiere episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Having said that, I honestly believe that probably the show The Mandalorian is basically probably close to the where they should end the show Mandalorian. Well, I, aren't they doing that? Um, they've talked about they wanted to do more, but I, I honestly think basically very shortly they're going to release their tv series ahsoka which has ahsoka tano everyone's favorite character it's also yeah. going to have grand admiral fucking thrawn in it <laughs> that's the show we're good that's the show to, to continue on pause yeah. the mandalorian stop it yeah. bring some characters over you like that's fine it's all in the same universe that, you know that, but then yeah. you know continue on with the, basically what i think what i think disney should do is basically have one live action tv series at a singular time yeah yeah from the Filoni verse, that's let's be very clear. We we want it from the Filoni Favreau storyline. That's that's. Yeah, uh, I don't want to see any more prequels on, the you know Andor and Obi Wan of how the rebellion happened. How we know how it fucking happened. We saw the yeah. fucking films. I've seen we've we've seen the films. Yeah, and let's continue on with 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 that with that vein. But again, well, I think you're uh, you're definitely right about that because it's a break. Like Boba Fett episodes aside. The break between season two and season three of The Mandalorian was enough to go to start getting me, you know, because I, I've complained about Star Wars oversaturation for a while now since you bought them, but mm. it was enough for me to go, you know what, I actually miss The Mandalorian. Yep, yep, I, yep. And that's what you need. Like, I was, I, I haven't watched Obi-Wan. I haven't watched Andor because I'm, I'm <laughs> tired of Star And I, yeah. I hate that I have to say it, but I was tired of Star Wars. Look, you're, and, not, you're, not then, mi- you're not missing much about Obi-Wan. I will watch it eventually, but... I wouldn't. I have no... Like, <laughs> I've got, I've, I just, you know, when I was... When it all came out, I didn't have enough time to watch. You know, yeah. I've got 14 to 15 hours of wrestling to watch a week. I need to get that uh, done. Uh, yeah, do you need that? Yes, Jamie. Yes. Do you need... Yeah, yes. yeah because there, there's... A, it's Look... Right now, it's Road to WrestleMania. There are some key plots and storylines developing that 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 Ryan has to understand for the three nights of, of WrestleMania. But even still, then there's obviously then you know after WrestleMania, there's then obviously the new champ. There's going to be new championship holders, and so it's basically it's an ongoing storyline of intricate plots that needs that needs to be understood. Ten years I've been watching, <laughs> and then the, the new promotion comes out, and they're just as good, and you know, or maybe not just as good, but just entertaining enough to keep me hooked. <laughs> uh, but no, look, uh, going back to The Mandalorian, I was, I'm like, I really want this new season because I've been I've been hanging for some Mandalorian. I'm watching the first episode yesterday. I did want to watch more, but I was just exhausted. But I, yeah. you know, I'll be watching it over the weekend. I'll be up to date by Wednesday because I really enjoyed it. And that's because it hasn't been oversaturated. That's because mm-hmm. we haven't had... Yeah, we had a long, we had a long pause. Yeah, it was and like a year we, and then, a half then minimum. We got, then we got, then we got, we got it back. But even still, I do believe it's sort of reaching its its inevitable conclusion, which is fine. Yeah. I think I think it should yeah. end, and and probably I think they probably should end it one or two seasons before they should end it. 
So yeah. they're not. So they're ending it on you know on a high, not yeah. like those shows yeah. that end where they basically just run its well, course and it's like meh. I, I I always love a series that goes for five, like unless it's a sitcom. Sitcoms can go as long as they want, but five <laughs> five seasons is usually solid. Yeah. You know. Yep. Yep, and not eight seasons after the five. Once you've done the good five seasons, <laughs> Chris, stop. it's it's ten. I don't, don't care how many. Don't, don't under exaggerate. Don't under exaggerate. Okay, now now Ryan, I know yes. you're saying you're gonna watch Obi Wan. I'm gonna I'm gonna save you some time. Don't. It's really stupid. Like it's honestly, <laughs> it is one of the dumbest shows I've like. Again, I'm a Star Wars fan. I when I and I love and when when they announced the show, I was extremely excited. Like watching it week on week and watching the sheer stupidity of the story, like hurt my brain. Okay, I, I, like I'm gonna spoil it for you because you know you're not gonna watch it because it's dumb, right? Let me <laughs> there's a there's a female inquisitor who basically has been going around the galaxy hunting, slaughtering Jedi. She, she finds one and hangs him up and like murders him, tortures him in front of the crowd to be like, yeah, yeah, you shouldn't, you know, this is what happens when you are a Jedi. Ah. Her whole thing was she wanted to do this so she could get to Darth Vader because she knew it was Anakin, so she could kill him because she watched him kill all those Jedi's in the temple. I'm like. Stop. Think about your plan. I'm going to get revenge because he killed all those Jedis by helping him hunt and exterminate Jedis and viciously torture them so I can get close enough to him so I can attack him. I'm going, there are about a thousand better plans, young Padawan, <laughs> than this one. This is yeah. this one's real stupid. Secondly, there are like four or five people that got stabbed in the stomach with a lightsaber and lived. Let me again, like, just was like yeah. walked it off. Am I going? That was a killing blow for Qui Gon, <laughs> and even more so in one of the fight scenes because again, Disney doesn't understand lightsabers. Obi Wan hits a stormtrooper in the chest with a lightsaber, and it bounces off, and he parry, and it spins around, and the stormtrooper falls over, and he spins around and hits another one, and it clips him on the leg, and he and he flips over. I'm going. Their armor is plasteel. It's 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 it's, it's, it's not it's, Baskar. <laughs> it's an artificial environmental suit to help them in environments. We've seen what a lightsaber does in multiple other things. Yeah. It doesn't bounce nicely off them, and like I was like, what the hell? Clearly, again, what did, was there good moments in the show? Yes. Was it worthwhile? No. I like honestly through the six episodes. If they cut all the shit out of it, they probably have enough for a decent film. Yeah, but that's well, a bit. You wasn't know. that what they wanted to do? That was what they wanted to do, and honestly, they should have stuck with their original idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But you know, and also Andor is a bit meh. But again, it's not bad. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like it's just like it's like. I heard it. I heard somewhere they were talking about this thing. It was like very comedic. Is that true? It was. Uh... I didn't find it funny. Maybe, maybe like I found it stupid. Some some of the scenes. But having said that, it was also like I I did like it because I did like the Andor character and I did like the fact that like he was from the part of the rebellion that was a bit more getting your hands dirty and doing things yeah. like you know and also having to screw over people to basically you know to further the cause. And I did like yeah. that side of that uh, of his arc. Um, but having said that, it's yeah. I mean, yeah. I, like. I think Disney Plus has been generally an overall mistake for Disney. I think they've oh, they've, yeah. they've 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 taken their franchises and um, diminished them significantly by yeah. by wanting to prop up their little streaming service. Yeah, 
but that is what happens when 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 you know when when you fly too close to the sun as icarus often does and which in this case disney is icarus yeah 100 <laughs> percent. yeah so we, we, we're gonna do a short episode today because obviously i think um there are some people who are, who are tired and and and, and, and there's some people who are a sore of gut but before we wrap things up I do want to ask Ryan one thing. Given how in WWE the we, we, we know that the, the title split's going to happen, we know that probably Roman will lose and then the title will be broken up back into two. Mm-hmm. Where do you think, where do you feel, how do you feel about the Intercontinental and US Championships? They, they seem like a lesser belt, but should they? Where do you feel that those belts should sit in terms of the hierarchy of belts in the WWE? Look, at the moment, they're, they're what's called you know, the workman's title. Mm. You know, they're the ones that get defended every week on SmackDown. SmackDown has the Intercontinental title and Raw has the US title. Uh, They're the ones that get defended every week pretty much on those shows. And then they'll have the, you know, if Roman doesn't feel like working, (laughs) um, then they'll be the main, like what they did at, um, uh, they did at Elimination Chamber. Yeah. It was for the US title, not because Roman, Roman had that match with Sammy. So, um, you know, they, they needed to do that. I think that they're the most, most utilized titles, but also the most undervalued titles. Uh, Because I look, the, the Intercontinental Championship match at WrestleMania is going to be an absolute freaking slugfest. You've got, a guy, a guy who who made his name in NXT UK called Gunther mm-hmm. from Austria, who is one of the. This is not sports entertainment. This is wrestling. <laughs> he he is a wrestler. He is not an entertainer. Mm-hmm. And he and and you've got him going up against two of the roughest roughest fighters in Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. That match, if you if you if you like the fighting aspect of it, that is going to be the one to watch. And I think. That's going to be a hell of a match. So I, I think they don't, those titles don't, don't get half the respect that they deserve because they're the ones that are being defended by the guys, you know, every week. Um, and I, 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 our current US title holder is Austin Theory. I'm not a fan, but he is at WrestleMania facing the ultimate US title champion in John Cena. So mm. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, to Johnson. And one thing I forgot to mention last week, I, I I thought you guys would love this. In the new game that just came out, WWE 2K23, mm-hmm. it, it, it is John Cena focused. So it goes through. They have a career mode where you get to play all the iconic matches in in the wrestler's career. And if you beat the John Cena career mode, you unlock a John Cena to use in the ring. And it is simply a pair of jean shorts. <gasps> it's the invisible John Cena. They've taken they've taken what, what the fans have done, you know, and memes have created. And you, he is literally a 99 out of 100 ranking to beat. So he's like almost immortal. Um, and it's literally just, it's a pair of jean shorts. <laughs> because oh. they've, they've actually taken the whole invisible John Cena and made, and I thought that look, that's almost enough to get me to buy that game, yeah. just so I could I could no, do that. That's, but, no, that's anytime John Cena is a is a is an entertainer, and anytime he's in the ring, the whoever he faces is going to go over and is going to 
take that next level in, in take that next step in their career because he is he's like the undertaker he he makes careers mm. and he because he's been in it for so long so i'm really looking forward to that match as well um it's also been announced that my prediction did come true that um kevin owens and Sami Zayn are fighting the usos for the unified tag team titles they yep, made yep. up Sammy and Kevin sort of had their reuni- reunion moment on SmackDown last week. So that's yep. going to be a big one. And my prediction on that one is the Usos are going to lose their title. The, the bloodline's going to come falling down at WrestleMania this year, mark my words. Uh, Roman's so going to lose the titles. Yep. The Usos are going to lose the titles. So you think it's to the, so you think it's the time is now. The time is yep. right. For yep. the for the for the for the for the titles to be to be finally shifted away from Roman Reigns, which is yeah, fair. Look, look, he's held it for a thousand years. It, it'd be uh, literally, you are very close, Chris. By WrestleMania, <laughs> it would be a thousand days that he has held that time. And that's the longest current reign in the last 30 years of a champion. Normally, it's literally, you know, the longest is a couple of months. But seeing as the whole Rock thing fell through, and that was purely and simply the Rock's fault because he, was le- he led uh, WWE to think that he was going to be ring ready and when push came to shove, he said, sorry, I'm actually not. So <laughs> that's why they had to divert their plans. So seeing as that's not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Classic I'm starting rock. to lose a lot of respect for <laughs> him after the whole Black Adam issues and all that. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, look, I think I think the time, I think Roman's Roman's days are numbered. I think, I think after the two days of WrestleMania, we're going to see new tag champions and new universal champions. Is Cody Rhodes the right kind of guy? I don't think he. I don't think he's the right kind of guy. I think he's the right kind of guy right now. Yep. The, the, because the hero no you need, else. not the hero you yeah, want. Exactly, because there's there's no one else. There's and, no they, one else. and they've they've been through everyone else. There's no one um, left. And the way that they built Cody, the, the way that they built him up, and he's he's gotten Sammy and. And and Kevin Kevin Owens back together, like to fight together. Yep, yep. He was the one who organized the reunion. And I, I think, yeah, I think it's gonna happen. If it doesn't, look, I'm I I have been wrong. I was wrong about the whole rock situation. Mm-hmm. But if if I don't know where they're gonna go, I yeah, honestly yeah. don't. I think Roman is gonna be amazing in the chase to get the belts back. Yeah. I think that's what WWE needs right now. I think he needs to take the take the L at WrestleMania. And then chase it all the way to SummerSlam. Chase Cody. He, what, what I think he'll do is he'll lose at WrestleMania. He'll take some time off. We won't see Roman for a couple of months. And just before SummerSlam, he'll come back in the chase. And I think I think then there is a real possibility he might be able to take it back from Cody. But yep. Roman's always good on the chase. Yep. Yeah. And look, I trust Brandy Rhodes' opinions. And if she th- <laughs> and if she thinks that Cody Rhodes is worthwhile, then maybe he's the right champion. <laughs> Not based on his. I, I don't know much about his wrestling. I'm just. I'm just basing it. Basically he's a good his wrestler. He's a, he's a very no, I know. Yeah, he, he's a famous wrestler. I think Stardust is one of the greatest characters of all time. Oh, <laughs> you know what? You know what was funny? You know what was funny? Yeah. Uh, uh, Roman did a promo on Raw this week, and it reminded me of you, Chris. And he basically said to Cody, "You didn't like Stardust, so you ran away." And then he said, <laughs> and then you went and created another pro, another another um, another wrestling company, 
and you couldn't get over there, so you ran away from there as well. But nice. when, he did, when he did the the, the Stardust thing, I thought of you, Chris, because I know how much you love Stardust. No, and I how want, much I, we all hate it. No, I want to see him like looks like he's going to lose. He gets gets thrown out of the ring and looks like the, the, the start the count. And then he jumps out of the back up again on stage in the Stardust costume to take the winner's Stardust. Come on. Yes. If that happens, <laughs> I will, for the first time in my life, turn off WrestleMania. No, it would, you can't think of the spectacle. This ridiculous. You can't, oh, it'll be, it'll be sensational. Jamie, what do you think about all this? <laughs> I concur with Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> One one thing I do want to say before we leave, um, guys, uh, listeners, friends, Ted Lasso has started again, and yes. please watch it. It is so good. I've watched the first two episodes. Comes out every Wednesday night here in Australia. Um, I cracked Jamie. Jamie was going to wait. He was going to wait and watch like three or four together, and then I get a message from Jamie going, "I caved. I'm watching Ted Lasso." <laughs> uh, to the high seas. No, it's on Apple TV. Apple TV. I'm not paying six dollars a month for Apple. There's not enough. There's not enough value there for for the six dollars. Look, I pay. I pay that. We've got two Bill Lawrence shows currently running at the same time on Apple TV. So what's going on on Apple TV right now? Um, Shrinking is Bill Lawrence's new show with Jason Segel and Harrison Ford, and it is fantastic. The last episode of Shrinking, Harrison Ford is high on marijuana gummies for his dementia. And he is a, he goes to an engagement party and he is so fucking funny. It's not it's just it's just mm-hmm. it's it's another great Bill Lawrence show. It's one where you laugh and then just as you're laughing the hardest, they make you cry. And uh, typical Bill Lawrence fashion. Typical yeah. Bill but Lawrence yeah. fashion. And look, just for I watch a lot of other stuff on the Apple TV, but just for those two shows, I will give them my money. Mm-hmm. So I seas. <laughs> but yeah, Ted Lasso is just yeah. as good. So Chris, get if you haven't started watching it, get onto it because I know you watched the last few seasons. But... Yeah, I, I didn't. I did very much enjoy Ted Lasso. So obviously, I'm looking forward to seeing. It's really um, good. Although, although I have again, as I said before, I have to put I have to put knowledge of football aside. Away. aside. Because clearly Bill Lawrence did the same thing. So like clearly, <laughs> clearly that clearly, clearly that we both just decided to put our knowledges aside. They do it I just, with everything. I know, I just, but it, I it, must, just, it I irks must me say, so much. <laughs> I must say, in the in the in the second episode, Brendan Hunt had me in in. Have you watched it yet, Jamie? No, I've only watched one he, episode. Seriously, he Brendan Hunt is he's he's outstanding. Episode is episode two. He cool. had me in stitches pretty much the whole episode. And so that's, it, that's, that's Coach, Coach Beard. Coach Beard. Yeah? yeah, sorry, Coach Coach Beard. Yeah, he's one of the writers of Ted Lasso with yeah. Bill Lawrence and Jake Tadakis. Uh, but yeah, seriously, it's just as good, if not better, this season. Um, I believe this is the last season we're getting of Ted Lasso from all reports. Yes, I've heard um, that as well. So yeah, man, it's it's just it's just so good. So yeah. I just want to. I want to plug this show as much as I can because Jamie got me into it and I, I've watched season one and two at least four times already and it's only been out for a couple of years. So get on and watch it. Yep. And if only they had realistic football, it would have been even better. But again, that's... The- hey, they, they kick balls. and Hey, Chris, you know what you can do? You can go on to FIFA 23 and you can coach as Ted Lasso. You can. You and, can. And, and all the rules will be there and you can be yep. satisfied. 
And this is the first FIFA game I might actually buy just simply because I want to I want to play as Richmond. Um, but yeah, but Ted Lasso, seriously, just yeah. just yeah, cool. So uh, good. It is a good. It's a great show. Cool. Um, apparently, there was, another, was there another season of um, Mythic Quests as well? Yeah, I season I three. Think, I think it's coming. No, but season three is already out. Oh, okay. There you go. Already out, and, and I, I mustn't. I mustn't cool. be. I mustn't be thrilled because of they took away uh, one of the characters isn't in it. Um, the backstory guy. Well, yeah, okay. his name. Wait, yeah. He's, not, he's not in it anymore. No. No, he moved over to. Um, he moved over to the White Lotus. There's no, no I'm reason not watching it. There's no reason to watch that show. <laughs> like honestly, like that's it. Nope. Um, I was very surprised. I actually, I, I've actually been uh, replaying. Uh, Fall on Order, Jedi Fall on Order, in, mm-hmm. in anticipation for the new game coming out next month. Yep. And he's, I didn't even realize he plays Endo Cordova, who's a Jedi that's guiding you through um, the visions. No, I didn't realize no, that's, that was him. No, that's, that's Master Braytac. Isn't he the same guy? No. Are you he's sure? 100% sure. I know wait, Master Braytac. I know you would, but you I thought sure? it was the same guy. Yeah. No, it's not the same guy. Are you let me, sure? Let me clarify this. Okay. Because so, they look very similar. Are you saying old white guys look all the same, Chris? Yes. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Did I fall in order? Yeah, no, no, it is Tony Tony Amendola, who is Master Braytac, uh, guides oh. you through. Well, there well you go. I apologize. Maybe, maybe all old white guys look the same to me. <laughs> okay. They also, I, I, now, now he was, now the guy, I'm going to look up the character's name from Mythic Quest, the backstory guy. Um, yeah. He's in Moon Knight. Oh, okay. As okay. the, as the god that's, yeah, Conchu. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Well, I apologize. I, I stand corrected. I, cause I, I'm just playing it, I'm listening to it. I'm like this is this is backstory guy. This is the the dude. Well, they, well okay. uh, no, it's it's F Murray Abraham. Well, there okay. you go. Two CW, actors CW. that are very similar. Yeah, I'm get I'm I'm getting that Alzheimer's actors Alzheimer's in my old age. So. Well, I think mm-hmm. well, yeah. I think they were both born in, in the 30s, 1930s. So. <laughs> yeah, see, back then they printed men. This, 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 this is again. This is yeah, exactly. It's fine. This is expected. <laughs> The, the, the men came. The, the, the men came with the suits. Uh, they came pre-assembled, and basically, yeah. you, you had six options of man, and then you know, yeah. then you, you you pick one of the six, and so this is this is expected. And the, the only custom, the only custom thing you could do is the beard. You know, you you, you mm. shave the shave the chin off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, actually, or like I'm, I'm actually the, 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 I'm actually the, very the proud of character. my. Be- I've I've been growing my beard since I became a full time Uber driver. And it's actually coming to I I want I want a Jamie J A Bryden beard, and um. <laughs> It might take one. me a little while, but it's coming in. It's coming in. Mm-hmm. I'm not shaving, so yeah, yeah. It, you know, that's gonna be that's gonna look, be a fine beard, and then you can put on the Middle Eastern accent and be like the rest. That's of the exactly. Drivers. I was just about to say something. I want to be as creepy as possible. Absolutely. Um, you know, gold because... chains. Get some get some gold chains, <laughs> and 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 not use deodorant for a couple of weeks. Yep, 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 yep. Perfect. <laughs> Honestly, you're a dead ringer. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> there we go. Now, Jamie, if people have any questions, comments, and complaints, where where can they direct their hate and anger? There, there, there is two two possible locations. Uh, Chris's home address is uh, <laughs> uh, 
the true and the fictional at gmail.com is the option one. Investor. No, it's or stories underscore podcast on Instagram. They'd be your two best bets to get a hold of us. Send us some fan mail, hate mail, dick requests. Pics. Requests. Yeah. No, no. For dick pics, Ryan's address is. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, and yes, he will accept uh, Dick Tracy pictures. He will expect. Ex- uh, what other dicks are there? Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson. Rich, to be a bit a little more cryptic, Richard Dean Anderson. Richard Branson. Yeah, yeah Richard Branson. Yeah. Also a all, good dick all pic. The, all, all the Richards. Um, all the Richards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But- a, f- a famous Australian politician, Richard Face, aka Dick Face. I'm not, <laughs> not even making that up. That literally <laughs> was a, a politician. So, and, and that's topical because the election is here on Saturday. Oh, tomorrow, fuck. yeah, I have to so vote. make sure you and this is the PSA. I actually, I'm not going to do actually, the P- PSA because the episode will be out after we have to yes. vote, yeah. So, but yes, in on Jamie and Chris, make sure you vote tomorrow. I know, oh. I, I, I early voted. Um, I, I've done my voting. Well, I mean, uh, oh, oh, and, no, I should rephrase that Chris, vote or pay the $20 fine. It's $55 now. They've upped it. Or, or just say you've got flu-like symptoms. There you go. <laughs> no, that's the last That's the last excuse I used. And they don't accept that Dude, I've used it for the last three elections and I have gotten out of... hope none of the electoral committee is listening to this podcast. <laughs> right yeah. I've, used the same, I've used the same excuse for the last three years and I haven't had to pay my $20. Yeah. Because I, I refuse to vote for him because I don't like any of the politicians. Uh, oh. that's, that's where I think America's got it right. Yep. No, well, no. Well, this is this is what I hate. Not to get too political. This is what I hate about Australian politics, right? In America, you vote for the man, yes, or woman that is running. In Australia, yeah. you vote for the party, and the party yeah. can choose whoever they want. Can you know exactly? That, that's how, that's how we got four prime ministers in like six years. I loved that. That was the and greatest time of our lives. The blood. And bastards. that's why I ref- and and this is going to show my age. We haven't had a good. We haven't had a good prime minister since John Howard. In my oh, opinion. the Howard, Johnny, oh. Johnny Howard, Johnny and Howard. I actually, I actually met him um, at Christmas time because he he has a holiday house in Tea Gardens where my dad lives, oh, and yeah. he was uh, sta- uh, he was standing in line at uh, Coles. Wait, 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 Ryan, wait, mm-hmm. wait, wait, wait. So you enjoyed the long reign of John Howard, and then you saw the. The absolute turmoil after the prime minister after prime minister after the prime minister, and yet you want the same for Roman Reigns as reign to end, so we can have a <laughs> champion. <laughs> champions, and champions, on that and note, champions. On that note, wow. <laughs> I bid wow. you all adieu. adieu. Here's the second one. I, I, I did it. I did eight because it was really easy and, uh, and it was really hard to choose. So here's the second one. You know, the, the funniest thing is I watched a South Park episode this week. The latest yeah. episode was all about chat GP. I went, oh, <laughs> I okay, cool. Star Wars, episode eight. The rise of the new Jedi. After the events of the last film, Luke Skywalker has returned to the galaxy to rebuild the Jedi Order. He has established a new temple on the planet Jeddah, where he trains a new generation of Jedi, along with Rey, who he has just discovered is in fact his long-lost daughter. 
As the Jedi continue to train, they learn that the First Order has been working on a secret weapon that could destroy the galaxy. Determined to stop the new threat, Luke and Rey and their students set out to discover the plan of the First Order. In a series of battles across the galaxy, like I said, it's just a series of battles. <laughs> series of battles. <laughs> the Jedi clash with the force of the First Order, and they defeat the Dark Knights that lead and serve them. But the Jedi has successfully put an end to the First Order. They soon discover the supreme force behind the First Order, a mysterious power simply known as Darth Plagueis the Wise. Enraged over Darth Plagueis' involvement, Luke and his new teachers and Jedi students embark on a mission to destroy the Sith Master before they can destroy the galaxy. This mission takes them deep into the heart of the Sith Empire, where they confront not only Darth Plagueis and his army of Sith minions. That's a weird sentence. Anyway, it's, it's an AI. It's an AI. <laughs> <laughs> As the final showdown takes place, Luke and his, and his team face the might of the Sith army head-on. However, they are joined from help from the Resistance, who come to their aid in their final hour. Together, they manage to defeat the Sith, but at great cost. In the aftermath of the battle, the galaxy is saved from total annihilation and the Jedi rebuild. Luke serves as a mentor to guide the next generation of Jedi, much as his master, Obi-Wan Kenobi, did before him. Rey takes her place as head of the Jedi Council, leading the next generation of Jedi into the future. As the sun sets on the new temple of the Jedi, Rey looks at peace, knowing that she has finally found herself a home with her father. Luke.